Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in everyone to episode number 44 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. You know, I just want to start this week by saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all the listeners Thank you to those who are passing this content on to others. I just really appreciate it. It makes me look forward to showing up each and every week, knowing that you all are out there listening. I know I've got some of you that uh, know it. It downloads at 6 a.m. on the East Coast in the United States. And so some of you, as soon as it downloads on Thursday mornings um, or uploads, you download it and and it's the first thing you do. So uh, thank you so much. And then for those who listen throughout the week, I really appreciate that. Um, I would still encourage you um, to go and like it, uh, particularly on iTunes and leave a review if you have some time. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. It continues to build the build the brand and uh, tells people as they're as they're scrolling through, uh, when there's a lot of nice comments and a lot of lake, likes, uh, makes it all that more uh, intriguing for someone to listen to that first episode. And so uh, we just encourage you uh, to do that and, and say thank you in advance um, for those of you who will do it in the future. And again, thank you for those who have already done it. So really appreciate that uh, each and every week. This week, I'm going to talk about Keep Going. And I'm going to just encourage you uh, to, to keep going. Whatever the path you're on, whatever it is that maybe you've, you've started and you've began, whatever that journey looks like, my encouragement this week is for you to not stop, but more importantly, to keep going. I want to tell you a little story to start about uh, a trip I had this week. Um, as you know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while now, uh, I live in Atlanta. My kids uh, still live in Kentucky, and it's a long story, but I think I talked about it on one of the first podcasts, um, why they still live there and why I live here. And I, I make a lot of trips um, back to Kentucky, and if you've ever traveled from Atlanta to Kentucky, uh, thankfully there are two different routes. Most people just think it's I-75, but you can actually go up uh, 985 and then go some back roads and uh, come out on 40 East and and go into Kentucky that way, especially southeastern Kentucky, which is where my, my kids are. 
And, I, you know, I've made that trip countless times over the last uh, almost 10 years that I've been here. And it doesn't get any shorter. I will say that. It does not get any shorter. It is five hours, uh, every bit of five hours. And uh, that's with that's with relatively light traffic. So you can imagine if there's traffic getting in and out of Atlanta, I have to be very strategic, uh, at least in when I try to leave, especially if I'm going uh, I-75. But uh, this week, my daughter had a softball game, and I wanted to go. It was her first uh, home softball game. I'd just been there on Saturday to watch their first away softball game, but really wanted to go back and just felt like um, felt like she wanted me to be there and, and I wanted to be there. And so I decided to uh, to go back. So I left uh, about 9.30 uh, one morning this week and, again, five-hour drive. And I am a friend of Google Maps, and I would encourage you, if you use another map uh, app, you can continue to do that, but I think Google Maps is the best, particularly in the United States. And this week, it proved once again why I think Google Maps is the best. So my wife used to give me a hard time. She doesn't anymore, but she would kind of make fun of me in a, in a jovial way of every time I would get in the car, I would put in the route I was going, um, even if I knew where I was going around Atlanta or the greater Atlanta area, I would put it in Google Maps. And she would be like, why are you doing that? You know where you're going. You know how to get there, so on and so forth. And I said, well, you know what traffic's like here. And Google Maps is really good about routing you around or giving you another option or, or showing you, right, where the slowdowns are or where the wrecks are, so on and so forth. And so I've just naturally become accustomed to putting putting that route in. When we used to live down in closer to the city and I was coming out of Atlanta uh, more so, I would always put it in because if there was a wreck on 85, then I could go around and, and navigate around. So some of you who use uh, a map program like that uh, every day, you get it. Uh, for those of you who don't, I would encourage you if you live in a metropolitan type city, type city to, to think about it. If you're out, if you're out in the country, uh, more power to you. You probably don't have to worry about it. But Anyway, so I get ready to leave uh, 9.30, and my goal was to get there in time for us to be able to have um, a late lunch or for us to eat before the game. So I needed to be there around 3 o'clock, 3.30 at the latest because she had to be at the field by 4 o'clock. So I put in my Google Maps. It shows me both ways are about the same and not too far off as far as my timing goes. And so I take off. And as I get, I don't know, about an hour down the road, I notice that now things are changing on Google Maps. And if you know what that orange symbol looks like, you're like, oh, no. And then if it turns red, it's even worse. And long story short, on my way, and this is on the back way, there is an hour and 27 minute delay. Now, you can imagine being a life coach, being a uh try to be a positive thinker to create positive thoughts. I had to really work on that as I was driving down the road. I myself was listening to a couple podcasts. I was doing some uh, just some uh, just coaching learning, if you will, as, as I'm as I'm driving along because I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to to get better at my craft and and figure out, you know, better ways that I can work with my clients. And so I am working tremendously on my mindset as I go when I see that there's an hour and 20 minute delay hour and 27 minute delay and that I in fact might be late enough to miss the food opportunity I had with my 17 year old daughter so I continue to drive 
And I know by this route that I'm going that there are no alternative routes. Like this is through mountains. There are no other roads through this this particular stretch of mountains. And I think I'm just going to be stuck in this. You know, I can't turn around because if I turn around now I'm an hour in. So that's even later that way. So long story short, I get I get a little closer. And now I'm almost to where I know where the where the challenge is going to be. And it hits me. I'm like, oh, they've been doing road construction here. It must really be bad today if it's this sort of, of backup. So I get right up, and it's a kind of a blind um, hill of a mountain that you start to go up. And right before that, probably two miles before that, my Google Map comes on and says, we found it a quicker route. Would you like it? And I said, well, yes, I would. I didn't realize there was a quicker route. So I push accept. And about a mile and a half down the road, it tells me to turn left on such and such road. So I think, okay, well, I didn't know this. So I'm, I'm thinking, all right, now I can look up ahead. This is somehow going to route me around this particular part of the mountain because it gained me about an hour. So it was huge, right? This is a huge moment for me and Google Maps because it's going to gain me an hour. I'm only going to now have a 27-minute delay. I've got a chance to make this. So I turn left and I go off the off the road and I start up, up this other little hill that's going to turn into a mountain because I'm going around the other side of of this mountain and I see a sign and for those of you who live in a country in the country any kind of country anywhere you are like not in the city this might not be a shock to you or might not even be something that you even think about but for those of us who live in a city particularly a city like Atlanta where traffic is everywhere and roads are everywhere, when you see this sign, you kind of stop in your tracks. And the sign said, pavement ends. Let me say that again. The sign said, pavement ends. Like, there's no more pavement. Okay? So I can tell that right up in front of me, it turns into a gravel road going straight up the side of a mountain. Well, as I'm creeping along, now there's a van that is sitting in the middle of the road. He has turned around, and he is now facing me. It's a one-lane road, by the way. Uh, Gravel, did I mention that? One-lane road, and he's looking at me. So there's no way for me to pass, so I kind of pull off into this little side driveway, and I roll my window down, he rolls his down, and he goes, hey, Google Maps brought me this way because of this, but it's a dead end. It It doesn't go anywhere. And I just looked at him. I said, it doesn't go anywhere. He goes, no, it dead ends. I said, you're sure you've been up there? He said, yeah, it dead ends. I'm positive. Okay, I appreciate it. So he heads back down the mountain in that hour and 27-minute delayed traffic. Now, I have a decision to make. I'm looking at Google Maps. Google Maps still shows me a route, but it's now gone to where I have no service. Have you done this before? And my maps had not downloaded So I have no service. My map is still showing a route, but I have no service. So I have a a decision to make. Do I stop? Do I stop right there? Do I go back? Do I set in that hour and 27-minute traffic? Or do I try to press on and see what's on the other side of the mountain? Can this road potentially keep going? It doesn't look like it. Like, it looks like the road literally dead ends. There are trees everywhere, gravel road, 
one or two houses that I can kind of see around and nothing else. No other cars, by the way. Just me and this van who's now went the other way. Do you have the picture? So I have a decision. Well, my decision was I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to go as far as I can go. And if I find out a mile, two miles down the road that this road dead ends, then I'm going to turn back around. But I'm not going to stop right here because I am not convinced by this other guy telling me that the road dead ends up ahead. I'm not convinced that he's right. I'm not convinced that his opinion is stronger than my opinion. I'm not convinced that his opinion can override my hope that this road can somehow lead me to the other side to where I can get back on the interstate and where I can make up an hour of this trip to where I can possibly have lunch with my daughter. So I back out of the driveway and I continue on. Now, thankfully at this juncture, I am in an all-wheel drive vehicle. I was not in my car, so that was that was good. So that was a, a thought in my head too. At least I'm in this vehicle. I know I'm probably not going to get stuck. It hasn't rained in the last day or so, so it's very dusty. It's not muddy, so that was another plus other than the, the tires spinning a little bit. And so I, I, I press on. Now I'm going cautiously, right? I'm not just going all out just to fly down this curvy uphill road. I'm going cautiously and I'm looking, right? I'm scanning the, I'm scanning the scenery. I'm seeing some other houses. I'm seeing some other landscape that's going on. I see some water that's trickling uh, uh, down a stream. So I'm, I'm always looking at the landscape, right? Does this sound familiar? Like something where in our, in our own lives, where we want to stop and we want to just, just retreat, but yet we keep pressing on and we're, we're in it so, so intently that we can really see what's going on around us. We've lifted that gray cloud, which sometimes comes down over us when it, it, it impairs us and brings that fear and makes us want to stop. But when we push through that just a little bit and we say, let's just see what's on the other side of that fear. Let's just see what's on the other side of that sign that says pavement ends. Let's see if there might be some light there. Let's see if there might be some hope there that will lead us that will lead you to a new destination, right? That will lead you to a way of living that you never thought you could live before. So I keep going. I get about a mile down the road, and I see these two women up in front of me on the side of a, in a driveway, which this driveway was as steep as you can imagine, and they're standing out in the driveway having a conversation, and I thought, well, I've had the guy in the van give me an opinion. I've had Google Maps give me an opinion. I'm trusting right now in Google Maps that says, yeah, this will work. But now I've got other validation up ahead because they know the area, right? They're from here. They're from the place. They know more than I know about the situation. They have traveled this road before. It's kind of like having a coach, right? It's kind of like having a mentor. It's having somebody that can see things that you can't see, that can see things in you that you can't see, that can help you navigate your life in ways that you've never been able to navigate it before. 
kind of what it was like for me with these women because I thought they can tell me if this road goes on or not. And then I have to have some some element of trust, right? Because right now, I'm assuming they're from here or from the area. I'm assuming they know the answer to the question I'm about to ask them. But then I still have to trust that they're right. Because if they tell me it dead ends, then I'm going to be like, it probably dead ends. They're from here. It looks like they live there. At least one of them lives there. I'm probably going to turn around and now I'm an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 45 minutes out, right, in this traffic jam. But if they tell me that it keeps going, then I've got to trust them there too, right? It's kind of like having that person that really believes in you. It's kind of like having that person that believes in you when you don't even believe in yourself. And so I drive on. I pull up roll the window down. And you know that look from people that are strangers and they're like, what is this guy doing? Because he looks like he is not from around here. You know, I've got on a pullover. I'm in athletic gear. I, you know, my sunglasses on. I I didn't probably not look like I was from around there. They certainly knew I wasn't a local. But I rolled my window down and I said, excuse me, does this road keep going? I said, does this road keep going? Does it continue on or does it dead end? And they both nodded firmly and they said, oh yeah, it keeps going. Gravel road, remember, right? Ditches on both sides can barely get my car on the gravel road. Does this keep going? Yes, it keeps going. So I asked one more inquiring question, one more question just to help me validate that what they're saying, what I'm hearing, what Google Maps is telling me is true. I said, does this road lead me to the interstate? Does this road lead me to the interstate? If I take this road, will I come back out on the interstate? And in my mind, I know that I'm going to be only 20-some minutes, right, in traffic. And they said, yeah, it'll take you right to the interstate. Thank you so much. I roll my window up. I press on. Now, I've got to tell you, even after they told me that, I believed them. I believed I was going the right way. I believed in Google Maps still. And I get on down this curvy, windy road. And I want you to imagine one of those. It's kind of like shoots and ladders, that old game, where those that, that one shoot was so curvy that you can't imagine or one of those commercials that you see on TV where they're doing a kind of a race down a mountain and it's as curvy as it can be. That's what this was, except it was a gravel road and I could only fit me in it. Now, I don't have no idea what I would have done if a car had come the other way. I would have had to back up and found some sort of driveway somewhere to pull off because there's no way we could have passed. So I keep going and, and there are two hairpin turns that I had to slow down so much that I was going like five miles an hour turn and then and then another like humpback right that I go turn right back around to get to get on up the mountain and I keep thinking in the back of my mind is this is this right I know what I've been told I know there's a better future up ahead I know there's there's a better way if I just keep pressing up but is this right did they did they trick me <laughs> You know how your mind does, right? Our brains are always trying to look for the negative. Did they trick me? So I keep going and I get right to the top of the mountain. And as I start back down, I start to see there's this beautiful log cabin up there. Beautiful. 
Then I see another log cabin. Then I see a waterfall. And then I keep going and I start to see what I'm looking for. And as the gravel starts to meet the asphalt, there's road. You know how that is with something that you just don't quit on? It might look like it's impossible right now, but you keep going. You think that this anger issue that you've been battling for years, you can't get over. You think that this relationship that you're in, you can't help fix because of yourself, not because of the other person. You think that you can't get over the the excessive alcohol. You think that you can't get over the, the, the job that you just really have always wanted, but you just can't keep pressing on to, to, to move to that next position. When that gravel started looking like asphalt to me, that was like, whoa, this is the aha moment because there is a road on the other side. I keep going, get to the asphalt, make one more turn, which I couldn't see the interstate still. One more turn, and there's the interstate. And I know exactly where I am. It brought me out to where the traffic started to back up because they had the two or the four lanes, they had two of the lanes shut down. And so they were only letting cars pass on one side of the road, right, every 10 minutes or so. And so that's why the backup was. So I get in line, I wait about 10 minutes, maybe 15, and I go. And I go, and I make it to lunch. We have a great lunch. Get to watch her play, and then I drive. I drive back to Atlanta that night with no issues, thankfully. But think about the word picture. Think about the life application of that trip. I want you to think about a specific area that you know personally you need to keep working on. Maybe it's you. Right? Maybe it's maybe it's just you in general. Maybe you've always wanted to lose lose that weight. Maybe you've always wanted to get in shape. Maybe you've always wanted to stay true to yourself. When you tell yourself you're going to do something, you actually do it. Maybe it's a commitment level that you need to have for some area of your life. Maybe it's how you relate to other people. Maybe it's how you look at yourself and you give yourself some grace just because you're not perfect every day, but you need to keep pressing on. You need to keep working. You need to keep working on yourself. You need to keep working on your thought life. You need to keep working on what those feelings feel like inside of you and how they overcome you. And right now, how they overtake your life because you can't get control of them. Why you lash out in anger at those that you love the most You don't stop working on that, right? You keep going. Even when you think you're at your wit's end, there's nothing else you can do. You keep going. And that relationship that you don't have an answer to, that you don't know if you should stay or you don't know if you should go, it's not about the other person. It's about you. It's about how you show up to that relationship each and every day. And when you show up in an authentic way that is good for you, you will get 100% clarity on that relationship, whether you should stay 
or whether you should go. But you don't quit. You keep pressing on. You keep looking inwardly. You keep peeling back that onion. And you keep allowing yourself to be more and more and more vulnerable. And you allow those emotions to come. And you allow yourself to be honest with yourself. Because you never know what's right around the corner. Just because the sign says pavement ends doesn't mean that there's not an interstate right on the other side of the hill. So many times people get so close to a breakthrough, whether it's in business, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in your health, whether it's in uh, working out, whether it's in a a damaged relationship with a, a, a kid, whatever that is. You get so close, and so many times people quit. And right on the other side is a breakthrough. So this week, my friends, keep going. When you feel like you're completely out of gas, keep going. Keep working on yourself. Keep believing in yourself. Keep knowing that there are better days. There are better days ahead. There are better days for you out there. Get in touch with me this week, drdarrenwilson at gmail.com, drdarrenwilson.com. Let's get together. Let's work. I've got two spots left. One spot filled up last week. I had one fall off. One fall came back on. I've still got two spots that I can I can fit two more people in. That's it. I'm going to be booked for a little while, at least for a couple more weeks. So come, email me, reach out. Let's get to work. Have a great week. Can't wait to be back here with you next week. Take care, everyone. Who is your life coach? If you don't have a life coach that you're working with each week, that's challenging you, that's pushing you to be the best version of yourself, I would be honored to become your life coach. Reach out to me for a simple and easy consult at www.drdarrenwilson.com. Reach out this week, let's connect, and let's grow together. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.